Porn Stars and People podcast. I'm your host, Dan Prigolette. I'm here with uh, Rain DeGray. Hi. Thank you for coming and doing this. I appreciate it. My pleasure. We've, uh, we've, we've already touched on all of the conspiracy topics in the world in the first four minutes of meeting, so that's, we got a lot to talk about already. That's how I roll. <laughs> it's like immediately. <laughs> I was talking about how I, got, how I got one of my videos flagged, and then you start, and then you just went into the entire business of what's happening with yeah, YouTube yeah. and uh, what's this bill? Fa- uh, Faust? Fosta. Fosta. Fosta and, and SESTA, which is Stop Enabling Online Sex Trafficking. Yeah. And it's huge. It's actually having wide-range implications. And I know people listening to this could be like, well, how the fuck? This doesn't matter. It just doesn't affect me in any way. I don't care. Online sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah? Have you noticed that Craigslist is shut down? Have you noticed that YouTube is getting stricter? This is having wide uh, back pages shut down. Yeah. There's a multi-million dollar lawsuit. And they're basically saying that we want to stop people from being sex trafficked. That's noble. That's yeah. a really noble goal. Well, the big, the, b- the place that we're at finally is is there's still this stigma, and it and it relates a lot to the the adult industry that I find, especially you know like uh, the people that the, the dumb things that people will say to me now that I've started this podcast. Right. But what's happening is uh, basically people are owning their own sexuality and they have control over it. Uh, more like they you know, more than they've ever had in their entire career. Right. Like there was there was a time when when maybe the adult industry was a little bit more coercion and uh, sort of like people being put into bad positions. But now everyone, for the most part, is learning when, how to. When own was this time? Well, the begin- well, sort of the beginning of all, or the beginning of any sort of. Uh, well, just the same kind of thing when tra- when sex trafficking was was this bad place. Right. I mean, there was a time, you know. Okay, so you're Linda saying two percent. Linda is Lovelace wrote this entire biography about how it was so horrible and she was so trafficked. She's a fucking wingnut, <laughs> Linda Lovelace. Like she went okay. back and forth. She be- yeah. was a Christian. She was born again. Yeah. There was a gun to my head. She's enthusiastically sucking dick. Yeah. Like when someone is that bipolar with their stand where she shifted back sure. so many times, I cast a, a cynical eye. On sure. That. So, so wait, so so uh, you would argue that that people involved in any sex industry at any point in time were very yeah. much controlling their own uh, content? Uh, I would say in terms of percentages. Do I yeah. have the ex- exact statistics? Yeah, yeah. No. But here's the thing. I have been in the industry for a decade. Yeah. I know a fuck ton of people. Yeah. Where are all these trafficked people? I'm I've, every person I've met has enthusiastically gotten into porn for one reason yeah. or another. It's not because we got drug habits. It's not because we got gambling habits. It's not because shoes are fucking expensive. Yeah. These are perverts. <laughs> right. These are exhibitionists. <laughs> Said These are in the perverts. best way possible. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. fact. Yeah. Fact. Like uh, the people I know that get naked and fucked on camera are enthusiastic nymphomaniacs yeah, yeah, okay. i mean i so, okay, fact so, le- so let me okay so let me so, so let me rephrase please uh, do na- people now are in a position as outsiders who are finally starting to understand right. that right. uh that this is sort of like a almost like a like a pro-feminist industry because oh, these yes. are people that are in charge of their own message in charge of their own content and again, not being and not being pushed right. in anything. But there is, but there's there's this stigma I, and there's I this thing that a people think a fucking house in the Bay Area, <laughs> which is the most okay. San Francisco yep. has surpassed Manhattan. Sure, 
I don't have a college degree because yeah. I was homeschooled by hil- filthy hippies in a cult. Yeah. Okay. Like, I love this. I'm lucky that I can tie my shoes. <laughs> I am completely self-taught. <laughs> the thing with the okay, r- wait. Two, there's two things. Literally, right. number one, uh, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not self-taught by my parents, but my mom uh, taught me poorly to tie my shoes. So I was like, I, I want to say I was 15 years old. I'm tying oh. my shoes. My father looks at me. He's what are you doing? <laughs> and like, I was like, mom, the mom is not a, mom is not a good uh, they uh, have a teacher. Pe- and you and get to practice. No, they and no, no. So at 15 years old, my father mm-hmm. taught me to retie my shoes, and it okay. took it took him nine seconds. And then I was like, oh, and then that I was, was good so for yeah. life. Thanks, mom. <laughs> but 15 years, right, right. I, I was, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't tie my shoes in front of people because I was embarrassed at how it wouldn't come out good. Ever. It didn't ever occur to you to look at other people's shoes <laughs> no, and be like, I just I'm couldn't figure something? out. What we, no, I couldn't figure out what they were doing. So that's okay. So you weren't like, hey, can I hold on a moment? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing wrong? So I've I'm saying, so I'm saying, your 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 homeschool probably well, was better than mine. Okay, here's than me the going thing to public school is is that is that you cannot tell a religious organization how to school their children. Right. That's part of how we've designed America. Right. If a religious organization wants to say two plus three is green but they're allowed to but they okay but they can uh you can be an accredited school like you can be a school and you can not so i had a buddy who the same kind of deal mm-hmm. went to this christian school and right. and he's got a joke about the fact that, that it wasn't accredited so like he said the state of missouri looked at this place and they go oh, yeah. that's that's not a school and so he knew he was going to a school that wasn't a school I didn't know until I left. Okay. I had no idea. I was from birth to yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in this commune. Yeah. So this my is crazy. So at, I left at 16 because yep. I don't know who God is, but I know he's not a fat, bald guy from New York with nine wives. Right. That I right. know. Right. So when I left, I'm like, well, I never thought I was dumb, but I was like, dude, there's some stuff I'm missing out on. Right. I went to go to college for the first time. I'm like, I can fucking do college. Yeah. And my first test for biology was a picture of a microscope, and there was an arrow saying, what does this button do? I had never seen a microscope. Yeah. I had never touched a microscope. Right. I'm not getting A's in biology. I can tell you that for right, a fact. Right, right. When I got into porn, I don't have a college degree and I own a house in the Bay Area. Yeah. Thank you, porn. Right, like, thank right. you. So it's the thing is that porn is actually incredibly empowering for yeah, women. Sure. There's there you are in charge of your body and your sexuality. You are in you can totally decide who you do scenes with. You get paid, uh, not anymore. The porn industry's died. Yeah. It's fucking dead. Stick a fork All in of it. the industries. Really oh, yeah. Dead. Well, not just, hey, uh, how's stand-up comedy doing? It's how's terrible. How is movies doing? It's how's music <laughs> doing? Music's <laughs> doing terrible. That's why, ev- that's why all musicians we have become actors. We have raised an entire generation of people to believe that entertainment comes for free out of the magic box on yeah. the desk. Why would you pay for content? Content is free. Yeah, this is okay. This is the thing that, that I try to do at the end of the thing, c- and, mm. and, it, and it finally came full circle the other day. But mm. so I always try to tell people mm. to pay for their porn because if you're not paying for your porn, then the then the then the performer's not getting paid. Uh, and and then I was I was interviewing someone in London in the industry, and they mm. were talking about how the last comedy show they went to they went to for free. And then I had mm. to tell people you have to pay, pay for, for your comedy. You have to pay to for pay entertainment. For com- <laughs> yeah. Because the thing <laughs> is, it the the in order to. You're in a hotel room. This hotel room has to be paid for. Yeah. You have to fucking eat. Yeah. You have to buy clothes. Yeah. That oh, shit doesn't come. Yeah. Who, if you think is, if you don't eat, you die. Yeah. It's this weird correlation. No food, <laughs> you starve to death. So, and people are like, what? well, the entertainment. I never heard that. Well, now you know. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Oh, I just thought I was eating because it was fun. I didn't know it was like no, a life No, if you don't <laughs> put it in, you die. <laughs> Much the dick. Um, no, not. that's not true. That's actually not true. So the thing is, no one cares. No one's going to stand up for porn performers. No one gives a fuck. We don't have any rights. And Mm -hmm. here's here's the fact. Enough porn at this point has been filmed that if you were to take a child and from the moment that child drew breath to the moment it died, it did nothing but watch watch porn porn 24 hours a day. 
it would die before it ran out of porn to watch. That's hopeful. There's I like this. There's <laughs> Let me explain why you shouldn't like that. Because you don't need to produce any more porn, yeah. right? That's it. It's all, it's all there is an infinite amount how hungry butt sluts like volumes yeah. 1 through yeah. 17 because there's so many unanswered questions from 1 through 16. Right, yeah. I wonder what happens next. The dick goes in the butt. That's what happens yeah. every time. But <laughs> people This that's <laughs> so, so we just made it for sure that this that this video is getting flagged on YouTube. Oh, oops. <laughs> you didn't give me any <laughs> No, 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 I don't I don't have any censorship to it, but I just realized dick in the butt for some reason that's that's getting can, flagged on YouTube every time. Can you edit that out? No, I'm not going to do that. All right, well, fuck <laughs> I'm just going to roll the dice. I, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get flagged but, all the time. But I, I think that's I think that's true about all of the mediums. Right, I, it's I it's think it's across the board and it, the thing is it's, so it's not until it gets dire. Eventually people are going to go to their little box and they're going to where's the free entertainment? Yeah. It, until it gets scraped down to the bottom. This is very interesting. So what is now in control of porn is – you've heard of Pornhub. Yeah. Who hasn't fucking heard of Pornhub? Yeah, of course. Pornhub is pirated. It's all right. 100% pirated. Right. And what they did is if, you're, if you can give away content for free, your operating costs are non-existent. Right. You don't have to pay for the content. Right. So Pornhub has now created a ravenous customer base that expects free porn. Yeah. We've porn not Hub even, not even that. Not even that. We've, we've, we've taught ourselves – to masturbate to like these short videos, right. yeah. The irony is that like Pornhub is now and we just use it for the last couple seconds. Well, that's, that's all you need. Yeah, really. I mean, what? Let's well, be but honest. it would be not. You know, like eh? there were like who like, watches porn for the dialogue? But there, there was someone at some <laughs> point, right? <laughs> they had a fast forward button. <laughs> all right, the setup, I get it, and let's go. You know uh, who likes dialogue and plot? Women. That was women. That, fucking love it. That's what was funny about when you would find like you, like your buddies' dads or your dads mm. like uh, VHSs. You pop mm. it in, and it was never rewound. It was like it was they stopped it There's at the, the moment. Right, yeah, right, sure. So it was like a little creepy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you had to you had to go forward or backwards a little bit because like What's you didn't you didn't want to end in the same exact spot. As somebody else's it dad, that's It is a little weird. creepy it's to creepy. be watching secondhand dad porn, knowing where they ejaculated. That's all. Yeah, that's all. But that's all porn was. Right. right. Was so finding somebody else's porn. Pornhub has now a created a customer base that is expecting free porn. Pornhub has scraped the bottom of the yeah. barrel so much they are now forced, fact, to create content, film content, and then release it for free. Yeah. That because they've run out of shit to steal. Yeah. I'm. I was in the industry for ten years. It's dying. No, this is what this is what I've been hearing is that is that people will uh, people will go. So one person will pay for the content on somebody's site, and then right. they'll pirate it off. Pirate and scrape and it, they'll, and then, and then they'll, they'll put, yeah. put it back on on uh, Pornhub. But the mm -hmm. you know it's just one of these things where it's like where you try to figure out what the what the upside is. So the upside is hopefully that mm -hmm. somebody decides that they like your content, and then and Enough then and then to goes to your thing right, and right, tries right. to do it. So that's sort of supposed to be the the trade off. But yeah, it's not it's not always working. The, the trade-off is that the, the what's going to happen is there's going to be one uh, man win is the giant conglomerate. They're the ones that own everything. Yeah. And then and then it's all boutique mom and pop operations beneath. Yeah. So what you need as a performer is to have enough of a personality that you cultivate enough of a fan base that the people are committed enough to you that they're willing to actually they feel bad about stealing from you. Yeah. And but I mean it's just the industry's dying. So I think but I think we're I think we are getting to that place. I think it yeah. seems like the people that I meet in this business mm. have figured out how to have a fan base of people mm. that actually care about mm. their things and then mm. and then and then they'll branch out to the people that are sort right. of like adjacent to those right. people and with social media we can kind of it, it's it's a it's little not, creepy it's not like it, it's not like it used to be I mean that's a fact yeah the porn is dying and sure uh, I've diversified I'm an educator I'm an author yeah. I teach classes I have an advice column I have a podcast
fast. Like, you I'm can do doing, all the things. You fucking have to. You, you have to. You yeah. have to have your finger in all the pies. Yeah. Like, getting naked and fucked on camera, fun. Way funner than writing an advice column or doing a podcast. <laughs> right. No offense. No offense. I'm just letting you know it's yeah. way better. But it's just there's not as much of it anymore. Yeah. And people, how come you don't any more scenes? I'll do scenes if they book me, man. Right. But yeah. it's just like it's you have killed it. Yeah. When someone writes to me, I want a fresh scene. How much porn have you paid for versus how much yeah. porn have you stolen? Right. Why have people that write into me, I'm your biggest fan, and they'll send me a link to Pornhub of stolen work. Yeah. Where can I find more like this? Fuck you eat a bag of dicks. Well, they like don't, well you got <laughs> They're so rude. Don't go, ri- don't go right to that. They don't know. Oh, you yes, let they, them know. Oh, they don't oh, know. Oh, oh, yes, They don't so know. No, yes. I realize you got, no, mm. as a, as a consumer, I didn't know until, until I started doing the podcast, so, how so little there was that comes on the back end if I find something for free. So I figured you're that you're saying that when you find something for free, it never once crossed your mind that either electrical bills, paying for location, no, paying for I think editors, what we thought was the, it, the content got here by and magic content and someone and someone paid the performer to be there and i think we don't we didn't understand this this extra step that that it's that it's being you're saying it's being pirated and it's Fuck, being taken yes, yes so you know in i think in our heads is is if somebody it's like oh well we know that you know the rock makes x amount of millions of dollars mm. to be in the movie and we don't we disconnect from the idea that like well he already got paid so we're good so however we see the movie doesn't matter but we're we're disconnected from the fact that like the studio needs to make the money back to be able to pay the thing and that that that's how the the whole thing works i think so that's, that's what a, it is that's a willful disconnect i i don't think it is because i'm not i'm not an idiot right and i and i'm in comedy so i understand the thing but i think but I, but we just we do this thing because i don't think anybody really understands the commerce of how this thing works like the people in it so uh, again, that's and that again, that's why we that's why we pitch it at the end. Pay for okay. your porn, yeah. Because it thing, is. It's just like thing. every time you stumble onto YouTube and you watch no. some free, you know, free you know, m- movie, you're like, yeah. oh, this is great. Well, the movie doesn't come for free. Yeah. Like that that's your. I realize if I'm watching anything not through legitimate sources, it's pirated. It's well, stolen. and then well, well, we ruined everything because because the beginning of TV was an mm. ad based situation. Right. So we just think, yeah. okay, well, there's money somewhere. There's money. It's just it's some, magic. Somewhere there's money. You just sprinkle the money fairy comes along and fixes <laughs> everything. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. Well, so in theory, this is this podcast is the porn stars of people, uh, which is t- not talking about porn. So I feel like I I've, I already know from from six minutes of talking to you, you can speak intelligently about anything. So let's do that. Let's <laughs> okay. um. I didn't mean I didn't know how we got into porn. No, we it's fine. No, 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 it's not okay, a problem. So here's the thing. What we were going to talk about is how this podcast actually almost didn't happen. Yeah, we could talk about that. Do you want to tell me yeah. and all of your listeners why well, this podcast? Well, let's back up. So let's um, just to give it context. So okay. I'm in San Francisco. I've had a very hard time finding anybody uh, in the industry in San Francisco. Yeah, even not surprised. E- even as you said, like I've been I'm reaching surprised. out to some people. Right, they're all in LA. Because I'll get I'll get you know it's like um, I'll get like a, you know the adjacent tags on Twitter. So, so when right. I was in London trying to find people to interview, then right. all the people that came uh, as suggestions were also Londoners, whatever, whatever. Right. So I basically reached out to anybody who right. was adjacent to the people that I sure. found in the area. So most of them, like you said, were in LA. Correct. Um, there also is a uh, there's a trend. If I book. Ten of these interviews, I would right. say six of them happen because yeah, of, because I've of the that type from of doing my own podcast because of the type of people that are involved in this industry and in my industry. It's just kind of oh. what happens. Oh. Um, 
I'm I'm I cannot stand flaky, unreliable people. So I was high as shit last night. Uh, I know you you confirm <laughs> you confirmed for me it was it was a little close already because it was uh, within like within like eight twelve hours of what we're right. gonna do the thing so right. you confirmed and I was like cool so you sent me an address I didn't even think uh, of of checking the address right because I told you where where to come and then uh, and then there and was then, a question mark on the end of that address <laughs> and, then, and then you said and then you said so I'll just so I'll just I'll just call you when I get there so I was like okay cool we're good right. and then I passed out. Passed <laughs> the fuck out on So animals. then this morning I was like Okay good And I, I got everything ready I cleaned the room I did the whole thing And then at like 2.30 You were like Hey moron You have to like Confirm with me Because no, this is in an hour No it was 3.08 Dude 3.08 <laughs> Don't even so I've like, been trying to so reach you but All this day is, okay, But this is how my head would Literally Because you said I'll just be there I'll hit you up when I'm close uh, I was like We're good right. um, And so in So then uh, So then when I got the thing At 3.08 I was like I was like, "What? Why does she think it's not happening? Like, it's totally happening." I didn't happening. have a room number. <laughs> right. I didn't have a phone number. And then I went back through. I I'll accept my responsibility. I'm just this. like hanging out in the lobby. <laughs> I hope some dude shows up. This isn't. And gonna I've been be in awkward. the opposite, where I'm, where I'm yeah. like sitting in the chair, thinking yeah. somebody's coming, and then they just never get there. So right. it's like, so uh, yeah. So I try not to. I try not to overdo it. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, but in this case, I clearly I underdid it. But I'm glad mm -hmm. that you made it, and I appreciate mm -hmm. you being here. You're very welcome. <laughs> so the valuable lesson we've learned. So you took edibles. Yeah. And for people that don't know how edibles work, here's the thing: uh, there's no consistency with edibles. It's the, you melt the cannabis into the butter, or the oil, whatever the medium yeah. is, and then you pour it into your your cookie batter or your brownie or your whatever you know, the mold is, yeah, the taffy, whatever it is you're <laughs> right, eating, right. and then you from a batch you can get like a box, and you're like, all right, and each thing's divided out in the batch. You can eat one, fucking nothing happens. Yeah. You eat the next one, you are high off your tits, and it's, you can't walk in a straight line. And it's so stupid because they did exactly what everybody who like every edible story is the like. See? Oh, I took one, nothing happened, nothing so I took more. No. So, and I knew <laughs> that I was going to maybe be susceptible to this, so I did that last night. But uh. last night had almost mm. no stakes. I, I right. could go to a show, not go to a show. I didn't mm -hmm. know how I felt, so I walked all the way to this show mm -hmm. um, at the San Francisco Punchline. It's a, it's a dope club, sure, and, it's a, and it's yeah. a place to get up if you're an right. out-of-towner. And there's this show on Sunday night where this guy, he picks, he's like, the, it's... I don't know if it's democratic. It's uh, it's probably the opposite. The guy just picks who he knows is either good or if you hang out there long enough in the scene, you get to go up. Right. And sometimes if you're an out-of-towner and you're convincing enough, they'll put you on. So right. they put Elon, uh, Elon Altman, uh, shout out e Elon from New York. They put him on. So I uh -huh. wasn't sure if I was getting on still. And then right around the time that I met the guy, I was like, I'm from New York. It'd be cool if I could get up. Uh, I realized that I'm I'm a little bit fucked up and I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't get on stage high or drunk. Right. Good. Idea. That's a good policy. Continue yeah. that policy. Except yeah. for last night. Except so for last night. Oh, yeah, it was too late. At this point, he was like, you're going next. And I was like, cool. I was like, I think I can make this work. It's a six minute set. Uh-huh. And I, I've. And I know my jokes well enough to, I realized last night, I can be completely, um, like, whatever the opposite of cognizant is, and still run the set. So how do you feel it went? Um, I got the laughs, but I can't be, okay, so there's multiple things happening. So number mm -hmm. one, so while I'm doing the jokes, while I'm saying them, my brain mm -hmm. and my head is going, don't fuck this up, uh, make sure you remember what the next thing is. What did you already say? What's the next thing you're gonna say is? Uh -huh. Which not, is not normally where my brain right, is doing right. when I'm on stage. Right. And then after I got off stage, because I'm high, 
uh, I just convinced myself that nobody liked it. Like, like, like. Oh, sure. I convinced myself. I convinced rank. myself that the comics didn't even like congratulate me enough for the set. So, so you got congratulated, but it wasn't enough. Maybe I don't Do even you know. know. I mean, one of the side effects of pot, you know, it's paranoia. paranoia. So that, so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like it's like all of the things that right. were supposed to happen happened. Of course, check, check. Couldn't check. keep couldn't keep a train of thought. Right. Uh, the set felt like it was 45 minutes. It was six minutes. Yeah. Uh, while I was doing it, I couldn't tell if I was going fast or slow. Right. Um. I was getting the laughs, getting the reactions, right? right? Uh, but I also couldn't control my face, which was not good. Oh, yeah. You have to control yeah. your face yeah. a lot yeah, in, yeah. Count, in stand-up comedy. That's uh-huh. like kind of the whole thing. And then I was thinking about it. I couldn't control my face as I wasn't. It was which just makes it worse. There's a lot. It's I'm already a, a neurotic dude. Like, right. I'm, I, I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you're a neurotic I'm comic? I'm so neurotic. It's the you're worst. A neurotic comic. This is my shocked <laughs> face. Mm-hmm. You know too much. You have too much information. <laughs> <laughs> too much information about too many things. I love learning, dude. I have such a boner for knowledge. It's yeah. my thing. Okay, so what are you what are you bonered for right now? Is that a word? Uh, sure. Yeah. What for right now? What you want to know? What like I'm doing? Whatever. Like, like yeah. Whatever. Like, is there anything you were like googling this week that like now you're obsessed with that you didn't have any information about yesterday or this um, month or whatever? Like, what are you obsessed with right now? Okay, so I'm gonna totally uh, muffle her last name, and I apologize in advance, right? I okay. My biggest boner is for talent and skill. I fucking love okay. talented, skilled in people anything. in anything, any field, whatever it is. If you're fucking good at it, like yeah. you can knock it out of the park. That's what I have. Isn't it fascinating for. when like uh, something that that you don't care about, and then you see somebody do it really like, well, and you're you like, can what do it the well. fuck? So as like, creepy as as YouTube is, they know like they're paying attention to everything. It's, it's way worse than you think. Oh, I know. Oh, we no, were, no, I know. We were in the car. Uh, and this and this guy was sort of like talking about another comedian, mm-hmm. and then later on in oh, yeah. the trip, mm-hmm. he went to like the just phone. type a couple letters oh, yeah. and into it, no, it, yes. and it said the name. They're listening at yeah. all. No, if all I want to have it, any privacy, I shut off my phone. Yeah. and I put it in another room. Yeah, here's an example. This is how bad it is. Fact. Uh, uh, my uh, husband went bird watching. Yeah, and he had his phone on. Didn't look at the phone. Didn't look up birds. Fucking nothing. He came home and he said, "I've never gone bird watching. My dad used to do it." Uh, I think I want to get a bird watching book because it was fun. And my phone, his phone was on the coffee table. The light wasn't on. He hadn't researched anything. He just said to me over an inactive, dormant-looking phone, I think I might get a bird book. 20 minutes later, he comes upstairs with a look of shock on his face, and there's an ad for a bird watching book on the phone. They are or fucked, yeah. Oh, they are. They, they, this is Big Brother. We were living so, in nineteen eighty four. Okay, but so what's so there's a there's a there's two sides to it. Number one is like so they can actually kind of curb us to only like think because that's what we found in the last election was that like mm-hmm. everybody was shocked at like the mm-hmm. fact that their position wasn't actually representing the election because on Facebook and all the mm-hmm. other things we were just in the circle, circle of people of with the same opinions as us. I think the same way. Yeah, we all yeah, think the same way. You get in the bubble. Yeah. I'm in a Twitter bubble and it's like I forget that there are people on Twitter that aren't in my circle. Right. And then sometimes you veer out of your circle and you're in a whole different section right. of Twitter. What the fuck it's happened? Fantastic. Yeah. What? It's oh. so hard to get to that now though. I used to, like, it used to be the thing was I was, I, you know, I was like, if because you know, you're always trying to trend on Twitter because mm-hmm. you want more fans. So I was mm-hmm. always trying to find, you know, whatever the hashtags were and it's mm-hmm. less and less. And mm-hmm. then it's, and it's only giving me news from where I'm at when I was in mm-hmm. South Africa. I was only getting uh, U.S. news filtered through South, South Africa. Africa. It was very of strange. Of course, um, everything is curated and presented and you can't, to you, and you can't you, you can't, can't reach it. No. Can't get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. on the other side of that, it's like it's making some parts of life easier. Sure. Because then they know I'm all my habits. My habits are my habits, so they may as here's well a, here's cater the thing. to that. When I went to get the address for yeah. here, 
And you said Sir Francis Drake. Yeah. And Sir Francis Drake is an explorer. There are right. a lot of Sir Francis Drakes before this hotel. Right. All I had to do was type in Sir Francis, and it offered me Sir Francis Drake because it was paying attention to my Twitter DMs yeah. and knew I was coming here. Yeah. It's convenient as yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm down with yeah. the convenience. But still, dude, you're in my you're in my phone. You're yeah. through my microphone. Right. You're you are paying attention to it's. Don't worry, we got it. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna hold your hand. We're gonna take you through it. Like that's that's what we we're, yeah. in, we're in a brave new world, in the brave new world. And here's the thing: it's ego to think that they give a fuck about what you're doing. They don't. Right. They don't. It's about money. Did All they're doing is curating your experience for ad revenue. I that's saw. It. Sorry to bother you last night. I haven't had a chance to see. You I don't have to see it. I don't have a lot of time to watch movies. I understand. I mean, I want to. I'm really busy. I, I, I prioritize movies in, in my right. life as one of the things that I do because I'm highly traveling recommended. all the time. It's highly and recommended. it's nice to just like that's kind of like that's a moment where I can right. just go and I'll chill. It's like right because it doesn't matter where I am because that's the thing. It's like I lose track of the news. I lose track of a lot of things right, when right. I'm traveling. Uh, so it's like to be able to just see a movie and chill and like uh, so, nice. so I saw it last night. I was very high still when I saw it, <laughs> which I'm not sure how much of. I've heard the really connections good I was making it. were because really I was high, or if they were as as heavy handed as they think they were. They probably well. What the thing is, I've noticed when you're stoned, you can see the subtle nuances. It's like a layer is pulled back. Yeah, it's there, but all of a sudden you're seeing a deeper undercurrent. Yes, the last time I was mm -hmm. super high, I watched Fox News, and you're and seeing, you're like, whoa, it's all there. You're just normally yeah. not in the mindset to see it. Yeah. I was reading a graphic novel. It was just like this like Japanese comic, and all of a sudden, like the bead of the sweat and the dude sitting in the hot tub because he was nervous because the chick he had a crush on was there. I could all of a sudden see a deeper level. Yeah. Just I was like, oh, it's all there. It's just you're not tuned into yeah. it. Yeah. But the the pot helps you shift into that right. other consciousness. Right. 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 Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, because I couldn't I couldn't maintain a lot of uh, attention span at the comedy show. But then but then when I, when a joke would would hit with right. me it would hit so much harder right right right. but then yeah. but then everything leading up to that it i was, was like i'm not right. sure what we're talking and then i couldn't stay in the i couldn't stay right, in the right. bit with people because right. it like sets up up. but then everything it was weird because then everything that wasn't directly linear to uh, to what uh the the train of thought should have been i felt like was like some weird like oh why did they end there like right. they didn't even finish the thought right, right. or where did this other thing just come from right and it created this other level of like organic thing about comedy which is like you need to get a laugh Right. So it's like even if you start the, th you can tell where the thought started. Right. And then where it ended with, I have to get a laugh either way. Right. Right. So they might have not even finished the thought. It was just an interesting, yeah. Right. I I do because I teach classes and I do um, a lot of lecturing. I yeah. actually for for a uh, BDSM porn star who w grew up in a cult. Uh, I've uh, lectured at Harvard. So it's I, I'm really good with public speaking. Yeah. And I watch a lot of stand up comedy to uh, get really good with my vocal patterns. Interesting. And the, I mean, stand-up comedy is great for listening to. If you do any George Carlin, if you yeah. do any Bill Hicks, yeah. it really translates well to public speaking in classes. Yeah, what's interesting is about those two guys, and we, we finally, like... Because I've been in this thing long enough, and I've seen mm -hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of levels of, of, of comedy in guys that like we we always use those guys as like the example. But if you actually watch what happened and how well they were received, if you break down people that are doing comedy now, people mm -hmm. are doing comedy now better uh, because they're getting more laughs. So like 
Carlin Hicks, they would get through a lot of inf- information. They would, mm. and there was a meaning to what they were doing. But mm. laugh for laugh, it wasn't there. Carlin would make lists. Carlin right. would rhyme things because there was whole chunks of periods of time that right. he was giving information right. where laughter isn't but it, happening. Okay, but here's the thing: it is I, I counter that you can do comedy where it doesn't need to be how many laughs per minutes, how many beats. Yeah. A really skilled comic is a preacher. Sure. They're weaving a story. Sure. And it's like, okay, Louis, Louis C.K. has been disgraced. I fucking get it. Put your dick away, man. I mean, but, but here's the thing is that I like the, I like, um, I like Bill Hicks. I like George Carlin. I like uh, Louis C.K. Uh, I like, I like narrators and peoples that craft a story. I like morose, depressed, miserable people. It's a point of view more than a story, right? So yeah, like, yeah. So this is the thing I figured out the other day is like uh, I'm, I'm kind of the where I'm at in my life and my career. I'm kind of, you know, I, just, I did a one man show in South Africa. And if you look at the whole thing, I'm kind of like I'm kind of breaking down. First, I, I break down um, relationships and I basically say that like the only way to stay in marriage is to just stay in it. Like the fact that like monogamy and all these things like don't really exist anymore. So I sort of break all those things apart uh, and then I, <laughs> I well can I, tell you all about w- that. But I yeah. break all those things right. apart and then mm-hmm. and I say that the reason why, you know, things mm-hmm. were working and not working, whatever. So right. it's like. Uh, and then at the end, it's just sort of like uh, a whole bunch of stuff about like what we do sexually and how right. we and how we navigate to right. do weird shit. So it's like the 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 point of view is is this thing that like the way that I'm living my life where it's like I'm trying to figure out whether or not right. like marriage could be real, oh, especially sure. in, the, in the in married. the place. Yeah, but the place <laughs> that but it's like it takes a different point of view now, because what used to happen is you pick a person, you get in the thing and you just and you, and and you cultivate the relationship. Monogamous. People were That's never monogamous. That, right. is, that is that was the, the veneer that we yeah, pulled over. Sure. It. He, OK, remember that um, you might not remember that. Sorry. <laughs> They did a genetic testing of an obscure, small Welsh village in like the 1950s. Okay. And they d- and it, there was only you know 700 people in the yeah. village. It was pretty easy to yeah. do the testing. Forty oh, percent of the kids were not the da- it wasn't their dad. Wow. Fact. I didn't and they, know they this. had to they had to pull the plug on the study. They're like, <coughs> they thought this would just no like shit. be perfect for bloodlines. Yeah. People have never been monogamous. That's not how the humans are wired. Yeah. But what it was is that monogamy was socially acceptable. Right. And so it was just like we all pretended we were monogamous. Right. Fucking, we're not monogamous. Ever. Ever. That's like not this. how like humans this. are wired. That's yeah, a fact. I like this. I like and what this. it was is the dude would go on the business trip, you know, the woman would bang the milkmaid, yeah. or the milkman. Like it was just, it was, there was, you would just find ways. You would find workarounds. Sure. So you look at the reason that there was such an emphasis placed on a woman's hymen. And if you look back at Roman times, this is how we want to how creepy this was. The, a, a woman was essentially a uterus. Yeah. And the, the, the hymen was the seal on the uterus. And when a, a girl, a 12-year-old girl, was given away to her husband, she's under her father's jurisdiction, and then her and her intact hymen goes to the husband, the father would have to sit in the room and watch his 12-year-old daughter be de-virginized. Yeah. Because the marriage contract was official. Right. Once her hymen right. was. And why was there all this emphasis on it? Because you couldn't, you wanted to make sure that was your seed in there it's and not ego. someone else's seed. It's not, it was not ego. It's like, I need my bloodline. Yes, and you can't that's fucking ego. trust. You can't trust anyone. You can't. This is tr- well. This is this is what I found interesting about lions mm. when I was in South oh Africa. Oh yeah, go kill Bill when the dude new lion takes over the pack. They kill all the cubs. Well, there's well, there's, well I didn't know that one. They but kill the cubs and it causes the female lions to then go into heat and then the, the oh new wow. pack leader. He because it's all they're it's trying all to be all his. Yeah. So the so the the way that the society works at the at the place the place called Lion Park in South mm-hmm. Africa is the all of the dudes sort of like 
just get in there on on the on the on the women in heat mm-hmm. and then they don't nobody like th- there's sort of like this unwritten thing where like nobody like really overly claims the cub because this guy knows if if he knows that it's his cub then this guy's going to kill the cub so they all just assume that it's their cub and then they raise it as a as a unit uh not always that's not in, the, always. This, in, the, in this in, specific in this case, specific this case. is how this is how the functioning of the right. of the lion society right. works is that the li- they don't actually know whose right. it is so that's that's the only thing stopping them from killing it well so they don't then don't fucking google lions killing cubs yeah because when a new alpha this lion comes thing, in right. and he takes over he fucking kills every yeah. cub. Start fresh, yeah. wipe the slate clean. Interesting. I need to make sure that this is all my Animal seat. nature. And you'll just see, and he's killing these little cubs. Like they're hanging out of yeah. his mouth. He's, it, him and his dick is now in charge. No, And nobody but can challenge me mm-mm. in yeah. the future. Yeah. 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 I want it to be my bloodline. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so this here's is the, my counter is that monogamy has never been, I mean, sure, there are some people that are dedicated and they're monogamous and it would, it would, hurt them in their gut to not be but, but it's but it's a it's a uh, can i say it's a brainwash in a sense like it's it's this it's this thing it's this it's this possessive thing that that isn't real that we try to put on relationships right so here's the thing is i'm happily married yeah. and i'm also in no I, i'm uh, double married i've got n- not one but two rings two yeah. different people want to put a ring on it because i'm fucking awesome <laughs> that's just a fact uh but uh, the thing is that i uh, for me from the moment i started doing relationships I'm not jealous. Yeah. I have never yeah. been, and I see jealousy. It's it's toxic. Yeah. It's a poison. It's yeah, a burden. I'm What's your password? Let me look at your phone. Yeah. Who's texting you? I love you, so I own your genitals. Yeah. Those are mine. No one can ever look at them again. I fucking love you, so I yeah. own you. I'm Whoa, working. Whoa, dude. Yeah, hey, no, hold I'm, up. That's no, that is smothering. Yeah, I'm working on this thing. I wanna no. I wanna talk about this thing about how uh, about about how um about <laughs> so the women uh. There's this thing that, you know, when, when we're dudes, and I've seen this with other people, too, it's like women, when as soon as you get in a relationship, like, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, who's she? She wants to fuck you, this and that. It's like, and, and, and as dudes, we go, no, nobody really, nobody wants to fuck us. Like, we love that you think that people want to fuck us, but right. nobody, nobody wants to fuck us. <laughs> and so it's this thing where it's like, everybody wants to fuck us, everybody wants to fuck us, everybody wants to fuck us. And then if we should happen to cheat, then you're shocked that we cheat. Like, how right. dare you? You just told me everybody wants to fuck me. Right. You just raised up my, right. my, 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 right. my idea of the worth. But there's this, there's all these lies that we're that we're doing all at the same time. Right. It's it's we're all, that we're monogamous. That right. people want to fuck us. Blah blah. We gotta stop this yeah. person from getting in there. And like all of the en- mm-hmm. energy that's spent on all of this could right. be. It's like such a waste. It's such yeah. a waste of energy. Here's the thing: the most valuable resource you will ever be given is your time, bar none. Yeah. Fucking time is the most valuable resource, and how you choose to invest that most valuable resource completely shapes your journey yeah. on this planet. Right. So I refuse, like, A, I've never had any trouble sharing. B, I'm not troubled by jealousy. And yeah. I see how toxic it is, how much it fucks people up. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, if someone wants to fuck my partner, that's flattering. You know what that means? I have good taste. I picked the right guy, yeah. I, I have good taste. It's like this <laughs> piece of chocolate cake. I don't want to eat all the chocolate right. cake. Yeah, you don't want, me to n- you don't want nobody to want to fuck me. Try this bite of cake, man. Right. This cake is delicious. you got to try a bite <laughs> of it. If you like the chocolate cake, it validates my good taste. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. An, um, an emotional commitment, uh, that's a whole nother, but it's like you put your dick in someone else, who gives it? Are you going to bring back a baby or an STI? If you're right. not bringing back a baby or an STI, you go forth and have fun. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's not going to affect me. It honestly isn't. Right. When you see, the thing is, when women get cheated on, they get sad. When men get cheated on, they get stabby. And they're in it's an entire. What's stabby? 
Stab <laughs> you with a fucking knife. You cheat on a woman, she's crying and eating Hagen dogs. No, you cheat on a man, he kills your cat and fucking staples it to your front door. This sounds specific. <laughs> I've never had a cat <laughs> to my front door. I'm using that. No, women, no, women stab a dude. That happens uh, all the time. Let, I'll cut you, bitch. This is a. This is a. I'll okay, cut a bitch. Okay. This is a. This is an expression. Okay. okay. Did, did you <laughs> see? The, did you see the Donald Glover bit? How how come no one has a crazy ex boyfriend? No. Okay. He does this great bit. And his Comedy Central half hour. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking good. And he's like, here's the difference between crazy exes. When it, when a when a woman ha when a man has a crazy ex story, he's like, oh, crazy Sheila. You know how she'd get? She'd fucking show up, wait by my. She was so crazy. And when a woman has a crazy ex story, it's like, oh, yeah, that's why I'm in this wheelchair. <laughs> like, there's a, the thing is, you know, men have this aggression. Yeah. That women, women have this, like, why are women known as poisoners? It's like, oh, women are sneaky and manipulative. Yeah. Because motherfucking men have a hundred pounds on us. Right. I, I meet dudes and their, their thought, my bicep, like, dude, they're, <laughs> it's, they, when I look at my arm versus a dude's arm, yeah. like it's just like dude's arms are the size of my thigh. Yeah. That's no, I decided this a long time ago that, that everybody's capable of murder. Everyone's so capable of So we have to kind of like, like keep it under control. It? The thing is like a dude, will, a dude will fucking shoot you. A dude right. will stab you. What's a woman going to do? Oh, women are manipulative because she's going to poison your soup before she gives it to you. Here you go, honey. <laughs> right. Enjoy. That's the options women have. Right. It's, it's harder for us to walk up and, and shoot a dude in the head. I'm not <laughs> saying women <laughs> don't do it. I'm not saying. Well, this is not empowering to to to, <laughs> to women. You can listen, ladies. If you can stab a guy if you feel like it. At you, any you want point, to, the guy's going to take the knife, <laughs> overpower you, and then who's getting stabbed? You. We what what women women have to can do everything men which can they, do. They sure they sure you. sure they certainly can. <laughs> you know, feminist. I get it. I'm all about it. I'm 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 looking at it. It's a difference in bodies. You know, it's just like that. my my boyfriend is um, six foot two. Yep. And he has a hundred pounds on me. Yeah. Now I can get him, but I have to wait till his back's turned and he's <laughs> winded, and then I have to tiptoe really quickly yep. and do a choke hold before he's expecting it. Because if he sees it coming, I don't stand a this chance. This is my hell. theory on why we on we on why we sort of societyed up is we looked at somebody else's skill set, and this is why women sure. are attracted to the masculinity and, when, and why men are attracted mm. to the femininity. It's 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 we're looking at the thing that we the, can't do. Right. How yes. do we overcome this yes. this environment? Correct. And so we need the other side. And the problem is now we're in a place where we go, I don't need the other side. I could do it all. I could do everything. You can. And that's what we think. Well, yeah. That's and not so true. then we do this thing. So I I'm I'm not against gender roles I like mm -hmm. I, I, I appreciate and understand that mm -hmm. who we crammed these things with mm -hmm. maybe is, 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 is arbitrary and it, and it might be sexist and it might be this mm -hmm. and that but it's like I would be happy to be right. a stay-at-home dad right. I would be happy to have uh, be in a relationship where the roles are so defined right. that if somebody comes home and they didn't do the thing whatever the thing is mm -hmm. that you didn't do the thing you're supposed to do you go you didn't do the thing mm -hmm. I'll I'll, I'll do the thing if you want me to do the thing but mm -hmm. we need to do all yeah, of the things right right as a team, right. So pick your eight things. Do them. Here's the thing that's shifting. When you when you hear the phrase marriage contract, yeah, okay. think about that. Why okay. contract? For all of human history, 
marriage wasn't about love. Yeah. It was right. literally a business decision. Here's a goat. Right. Take and, my daughter. And it, you, the scandals that happened, the scandals that happened, uh, it was around 1850, and they started doing marriages in uh, Greenwich, actually, where it was like people were getting married for love. Yeah. Who do they? How dare they, you? How dare you get married right. for love? <laughs> it, m- marriage is a business. It's right. a business proposition. Yes. yes. The two of you get together. The two of you have enough resources to then raise a child. That's the whole point. Right. All this is about reproducing. What is shifting? And, and that's and that's and that's why it was like right. and that's why it doesn't work for an extended period of time. Like right. you, like you have the kids, and mm. then they're gone, and mm. then you can. And then you're just like, look, not fucking your face again. Right. I've been looking right. at you for well, the past yeah. twenty years, not again. Not even that, but, but like you know, if, if right. Louis C.K. is the, you know, his his big argument on the thing was like you're building this relationship mm. with a person, then you have a mm. kid, and you look at this kid, and you go, mm. oh my god, I would this die for you, yeah. and then you look at your wife, and you're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Why would I take your shit? That's my my boyfriend had that he's yeah. mar- he's married and he has a kid and yeah. like you know he the wife and then he had the kid and he's like oh, I love this kid and he looks at the wife like who oh, are you no I will do anything for this kid you're ca- actually kind of annoying yeah you're a little don't annoying. fuck the, yeah, this is great this, yeah this is yeah 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 so but w- uh, one of the things you have to factor in shifting gender gender roles is our economy has changed. For all of human history, the dude could go be the breadwinner, and yeah. the woman was the one that kept the house clean, did the dishes, and raised the kid. Right. That doesn't work anymore. Why does it work? Not because of a bunch of uppity feminists. We need to have households be two incomes. Yeah, that's where, true too. Where yeah, we don't have. This the is what I don't understand: is how people how people make this work. Where it's like, so I live in New York. I look at what it costs to raise a child, and it's like you, this person has to make this much. In New York, and then who if both people are gone, where are you? I don't. Which is why I I still think I'm the greatest because I work at night. Right. So it, that that the dynamic is perfect. Right, right. You come home, I leave. Right. I've been home all day hanging out with the kids. Right, right. And enriching their brains with yeah. with our. And then you come home, you hang out with the kids, and then right. I go. That that um, would be the perfect dynamic. I know. Would be if it's well known that uh, if you want to get married and have a stable relationship and have babies, you should definitely marry a stand-up comic. <laughs> <laughs> Good Nothing luck, my bad friend. will happen. No, you. They won't. They no. won't be insecure and no. say weird things to you. Never. They won't no, think no. that you don't love them. No. You know what I mean? There's uh, nothing. No, nothing no. bad could happen. Yeah, they, yeah. They won't be super open and 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 crazy and and uh, and vulnerable on stage and then come home and then shut down. That'll no. never happen. No, no, no. I know <laughs> the rings dripping off your fingers, man. How many women threw a no, ring this, at it? No, no, no. The, the the problem that I have is is the is the pay for your comedy problem is because Nobody, they've they've devalued yeah. what we Me do as too. as comedians yeah. and what we're allowed to make and we haven't right. unionized. There's right. no there's no actual income that says to a person, especially right. the society, like it's 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 like it's like waning off, but it's still there where to be an attractive male partner you have to achieve a certain type of living and my living is perfect for me but right. nobody wants nobody wanna, looks at my living and says i want to know why stand up comics that. are never going to unionize ever for a fact do you well, want to know why you tell me it's the same reason that porn performers are not going to unionize and i'll tell you why because wha- uh, comics no offense are exhibitionist attention whores that need to be on a stage mm-hmm. and they need people to listen to them. Yep. And that need is so s- fucking strong that it's, it's. Um, I'm a performer myself. Yep. And I am, come and do it for the exposure. Yeah. And like my name's big enough at this point, it's like you want me to drive somewhere, pay for my gas, pay for my parking, right. pay for my bridge toll, and then come somewhere and perform for free? Right. I fucking think not, my friend, but you know what? Right below me is a thirsty level of people right. that will do it. That's it. They will do it. That's, That's why the, the moment. Yes, Right there. So this is what happened. This is what mm-hmm. happened in New York in mm-hmm. uh, in the mid. I want to say early two thousands. I wasn't mm-hmm. there yet, uh, but this is the story that's hanging around. Mm-hmm. Um, all the top layer comics mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. they were like, no, we're not going to do it. We're not. We're not gonna get. We're not getting paid twenty five dollars to do comedy. It's right. not nineteen seventy eight. What are you doing? Like right, right. you're making this much. Let's whatever. Right. And then the and the club goes. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, yeah. The we, next shelf. Right. They literally just walk outside <laughs> and they go, "Hey, you." you. You and can try to will, get on my stage. And, and they couldn't run fast they, enough onto that stage. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. There's no, so the loyalty is gone. That's what And this is this is also what the what the the movie tries to touch on. Oh, the, sure. the, the yeah. uh don't um yeah. what's it called? Sorry to bother you. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's like and it does all and it does all the things and mm-hmm. it and it and it's sort of it's an al- is it allegory is what I want. It's it's an allegory and uh, 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 like a very uh, hyperbolic about uh mm-hmm. Exactly what's happening. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's so exaggerated that it's that it's ridiculous. But then it's also like almost it's it's exaggerated. But then the dialogue is as, as, as if it's normal. So right. it's like it's pointing out all of these ridiculous societal things. The fact that that corporate structure has has brainwashed us. Oh, yeah. And that the happiness and uh, what we're trying to do isn't there. Oh and yeah. that and that sort of will we will forgive the the, the lack of morality if it right. suits us. Right. That's where we're at. That that is where we're at. And we're at a we're at a terrifying level where the 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 equality gap where the the income gap is so huge. The American dream is dead. It's fucking dead. Stick a fork in it. It's done. And no one wants to admit that because that's that's terrifying for them. It's terrifying for them to accept that. And we are starting to get the the top one percent. Well, no, the the other thing, the dream is alive for for nine people. Yeah, right? they're doing great. And those and nine people, so then they've 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 created this this sure, this, this entire huge, structure. You don't which want suits them. This is what society. You this is why I think I think the lack of society has mm-hmm. has more morality in it because individually, one on one, you can't you can't do wrong to somebody because mm-hmm. a society without laws says that if I do wrong to mm-hmm. you, then then everybody else will stop doing business with you, or mm-hmm. if you kill someone, mm-hmm. then they'll just kill you because there's no law that says you can't. Right. So that's a more, but now we're in this thing where there's all the the protection. Right. So we can't even get to the nine guys. Right. Well, there's also there's also my theory on philanthropy. Like like you had to give a bunch of money back so that people didn't come to your house and kill you. Right. That's why the Carnegie money's still hanging around. Right. Right. Uh, it's it's w- capitalism has worked to such a point that we have these people that are so elite. They're billionaires. Mm-hmm. Fucking billionaires. And the fact is. There's too many humans. There is. Oh we yeah, could sure. we could yeah. stand. The Bible says, "Be fruitful and multiply." We have that shit on lockdown. Right. We have done be right. all the be right. fruitful and multiply right. done. They it does not serve them. When you look at the American education system, oh, why is it so bad? It's such a tragedy. I'll tell you why it's so bad because it doesn't behoove them to have us too smart. Right. Smart people get uppity. What you need is is workers that are willing to just fucking do their job and not cause any trouble and then go home and quietly die. Not even that. So the big the beautiful part about that movie was that was that it's just like there is always there is like dangling something sort mm-hmm. of like flashy at you. So you like mm-hmm. you go to this job, you know that it sucks. Right. They're like, yo, but you can be that flashy. You can go to the sparkly, next floor. Shiny. So in, in the in this particular movie, it's it's uh, um, oh, what did they call it? It's like elite callers or something. Um, and it's like the, that. So then it's like you go to this job, you know that it sucks. But then all of a sudden you're good at it. So then they put you on the next floor and it's mm-hmm. like and then you're selling something worse. And it's like mm-hmm. that's sort of like the and that's the deal. It's like cause so like our, our individual moment of recognition becomes more important. And this mm-hmm. uh, this speaks to the, the mm-hmm. porn thing and the comedy thing where it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we want to do right by the entire comedic society. But then mm-hmm. like, oh, but like, oh, but I get to headline. Yeah. Cool. So fuck they, y'all. They fuck all of you. Fuck I want y'all. I want my name up there. Yeah, they yeah. will never unionize because it's uh, the thing is uh, stand up comics are artists. 
artists are compelled to create. It yeah. is a fire in your right. belly. Right. It's something you need to do. You wake up in the morning and you think about it. This is why don't yeah. I watch movies? I found I don't out have time to watch movies. I wasn't allowed to get on stage in London because of because uh, of visas, and so mm -hmm. I had an agent uh, tell me he's like, "Look, I'd like to work you, but if you get on stage on this trip, I, I can't work you because someone will find out, and then your visa status will be in check. So right. don't get on stage." And 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 I realized how quickly like London became irrelevant to me because I was going to be there for seven days and not be able to get on stage. And yeah, I was like, "What's the point? What's exactly? Yeah, yeah. What is the point right. of being here? Right. I can't be somewhere seven days, days and not without yeah. getting on stage. Right. I'll fucking go nuts." Right. right. No, I I a hundred percent hear that. And when you have that drive to create, when you're a content creator, and I'm a content creator, you're a content creator, you get it. It's 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 why you're on this planet. Yeah. It's what you're fucking compelled to do. You're like, oh, let's unionize and let's get to, there will always be someone below you that has the same urge, the yeah. same urges as you, that will, I will do fucking anything to get my time yeah. on the stage. And for me, it's like I have really severe social anxiety. And I, uh, I, people are fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. You know where I'm happy on stage. Yeah. You, I, at this point, you control. You're controlling it. It's, it's, uh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Ah, oh, that's interesting. I never thought about it. I was just like, how can I not sit in a room and, and I can't do small talk and people are fucking are agony to be around? But you put me on a stage for two hours. I'm golden. Because you're framing it. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a monologue. It's not yeah. a, it's not a dialogue. They don't get a say. Oh yeah, okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's I the big debate, and that's the big debate with comedy. Sometimes, sometimes people take it too far, where they're like, "Well, they don't get a say," but mm -hmm. it's like, "But if you're not getting the laughs along the right, way, right. then then that's them getting their say." Right. So like the uh, the crowd can can go against you sure. and decide that you're right. not doing what what uh, what they collectively want. Right. But as long as you can keep tiptoeing and convincing right. them and getting little laughs here and there, then you can you can you can come like along. I said, it's then like you, you guide can tell them by the hand and then you, you can you can have you have this through line. The through yeah. line for me is like, okay, relationships don't work. Let's do weird things sexually. Like that's right. sort of like that's where I'm at in my life. Right. Uh, you know, uh, an hour show that's that's kind of the only takeaway is that right. marriage can work if you sure. uh, just stay in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a choice. Fact. You know, my you couldn't get a divorce in the fifties. I, I stay in it. Yeah, you my grandparents couldn't. Yeah, you they couldn't do it. To. You just grandpa moved mm. into the den. That's all yeah, that happened. Yep, that's it. Yep, fact. <laughs> fact. That's all that happens. And right. so, uh, so you look at Louis C.K. and this is what I think. This is the the, the part that I uh, that that I think we need to look at is Louis mm. C.K. If you look at it, if you look at all of his sets, the through mm. line is I'm a weird pervert who's yeah. probably going to jerk off on you. Yes. Yeah, he it's was telling his you. It's the in whole, his art. He was like, I'm behind time. the boy in the basement, I, every, behind a, the hot a, water heater. Yeah, any, every special, he jerks, he kills somebody and jerks up on their body. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, he was every telling time. us the whole time. BuzzFeed put out a thing. They said, they said, here's 25 jokes that aren't so funny anymore. Right. And they were all jokes of him saying, I'm going to jerk off on you without your permission. Yeah. He's been he telling us the, the whole, whole time. time. And we're acting like we're surprised. It's then that's the thing this is the betrayal the, the Cosby betrayal that yeah. should be way different right. I'm not saying that what Louis CK is doing is right right but the but the betrayal should be the moment where we go right. like it's like we need to take responsibility as an audience to have somebody say something and have us not believe it versus right. the guy who acts as though he wouldn't act this way and then does right that's a more dangerous it's, it's, uh, person and it, it, here's the thing is that I what Louis CK did was completely wrong yeah fact 100% yeah. fact the difference between him and Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was fucking busy drugging people and yeah. raping people left, right, front, right. center. I mean, imagine coming to out of some drug state and Bill Cosby is looming over you. Right. Uh, who your friend's going to do some pudding pots yeah. and I'm going to finger bang you never, now. I never thought this was going to turn into an impression. This is amazing. Yeah, and <laughs> you're like, that's, I'm, my vagina has dried up just thinking about that. Right. But here's the thing. Louis C.K. felt bad. 
Yeah. He felt right. he owned it. He took responsibility. He, he had some th- knowledge of, of what his what his like what his freak flag was, right? Yeah, and um, Bill never did. He, he's re- he's denying it and, to this day. And the th- and the and the thing with CK was 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 you know, he he ignored the element of like I'm a celebrity mm-hmm. and sort of this I'm I'm not even giving somebody an opportunity to to like mm-hmm. really say no. Like cuz it's like if he was right. just like a dude right. who worked at Starbucks, yeah, he wouldn't have been be given. To, he right. wouldn't have been given the opportunities to have these people in in right. his, you know. And so he's acknowledging that aspect of it. And it's like it's hard. It was hard. You can't, you can't understand that as if you're that person. Right. It's like we like because outsiders know that like you're a celebrity. People want to be around you. Period. Like it's right. just it's just what it is. So he's sort of acknowledging that point. But it, but yeah, it's just it's just a weird. We're in a weird position now because those are two different ends of the spectrum, and we're treating right. them the same. Yeah, and and I, it's while both things are. I, I'm sorry, but but Bill Cosby drugging and raping sixty people, and not all the rapes. Like I guess a fair amount of them were him finger banging. So he was like, I got an unconscious chick, and it's just like I'm gonna. You know, where's the finger go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, yeah. one one lady I remember reading, she said that she came to and he was over her saying, your friend is going to come again. So he's referring to himself in the third person as, oh. yeah, how fucking creepy is that? You wake up and Bill goes, your friend's going to come again. And you're like, no, I don't yeah, want my friend yeah, to come. I want weird. my friend yeah, to come really zero. Weird. Please yeah, don't ever do really that. Yeah. So and Louis C.K. just gone, right? Just done. And yeah. it's like he didn't drug anyone he right. asked women that could were not in a position to say no yep. if he could jerk off in front of them and, and it seemed and it seemed i guess uh, you know from from a lot of the accounts it's it seemed like he wasn't gonna do that next like it just seems like yeah. oh it's just something somebody says whatever yeah. and then next thing you know it's happening right right and and we've we've veered to the point uh were you tracking what was happening with chris hardwick the I no, this is off oh. my radar. Tell me what oh, happened. Okay, so you know who he is, though, yeah. right? Right. Okay, so he, um, <laughs> uh, it turns out sometimes. Oh, th- vaguely, this is vague. what I this is what I got, and then right. you can correct right. me where I'm. Vaguely, I got basically. Uh, he felt that he was in a position of power to guide or 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 veer off your like people's career path. So if they didn't hook up with him, he was like, well, I'm going to blacklist you in the business. No, no, no. You're, you're, it. uh, you're getting a slightly muffled translation. It turns out sometimes um, hot chicks can be a little crazy. No. I come know, on. Shocker, no. right? So he was dating a, a super hot, painfully hot. Like you see her and you're just like, oh, yeah. like, fuck. Nobody, ah. Like nobody should be able to fuck her hot. Yeah, hot. Hot. Yeah. And she was a, a really well-known uh, cosplayer. Okay. And she was great at it and she did all the conventions. Yeah. And she dated and that's his world. He's that's in the his geek world. world. He's yeah. the king of the geeks, yeah. right? And he's dating a really well-known cosplayer who is painfully, ridiculously hot. And she, uh, I guess, dated him for probably four years. And they uh, broke up. It, it, she cheated on him, you know. And he was like, dumped her like, dude, I can't deal yeah. with this. And she wrote a blind article where she submitted it and she never named him. Yeah. But she gave in her essay, she enough gave enough. It was so obvious who she was talking about. Among the things she claimed is that she uh, wasn't supposed to be on her phone. She was supposed to be available to him 24 hours a day. She would lie on the bed, spread-eagled, and weep while he used her like a flashlight. And that was oh. her job every single night, that her entire life had to be framed around him, that she had uh, an endoscopic pregnancy where the pregnancy had to be terminated so she wouldn't die, and that the Chris asked in front of her mother... Uh, how long after the surgery can is it before I can fuck her? Oh. Like, brutal shit. Yeah. And 
and and they responded accordingly, and they dropped him from uh, Talking Dead, and they yeah. dropped him from um, hosting for uh, Comic Con. Like his career okay. is dead, I, right? yeah, I know that's Fucking dead, dead, yeah. dead, dead. And then here's the thing: <laughs> after the fact, uh, he's now married to Patty Hearst's daughter, Linda Hearst. Like the like the publishing people? No, or yeah, Patty Hearst, the chick that got kidnapped. Remember when she got no. kidnapped by the? Uh-uh. <laughs> so Patty Hearst, yeah, Hearst Publishing, right? Yeah. She got kidnapped by the um, uh, Simonese uh, Liberation Army. It was some, like, they were like the Weathermen. There was like this guerrilla faction oh, in the 1970s, and they held Patty Hearst, uh, they kidnapped her, and they held her hostage for f- 54 days until yeah. she had Stockholm Syndrome, and she cracked and she converted. And the next picture you see is that Patty Hearst is robbing a bank. She's got the gun. Oh, she has no a new. Shit. Yeah, it was a huge thing in the 1970s, and and once she, most of the people that kidnapped her, the Liberation Army, actually ended up dying. Like, the police were hunting for him, and when they finally find Patty Hearst, you know, she's in her mi- early 20s, Yeah, and she was, and there's, they have pictures of her robbing banks, no fucking shit. guns, the yeah. beret and everything, and she's like, my new name is, you know, Tanya or whatever. She got, like, brainwashed. She got brainwashed, right. Wow. So, she's, that's what makes Patty Hearst memorable to me, but her daughter is super fucking hot and is a model, and she's now married to Chris Hardwick. Yeah. And she came out and she's like this is not what my husband's like and then all and then after they his career was ruined yeah because this blind article that this ex wrote all of his other ex-girlfriends came forward and a hundred percent of them were like this isn't chris this is not the dude and then uh his mother-in-law patty hurst went online and she found footage that the ex-girlfriend had after the surgery where she was claiming my boyfriend's the best and he's so amazing and he's taken such good care of me yeah. at the same time that she's claiming that he's just saying hurry up and heal so I can put my dick in you. Interesting. Right? So it's just like, hmm, wait a minute. It's, it, the pendulum is swinging to the point that there's an overreaction. When you have one blind article by a bitter ex and right. then and then text, text came out. And then she's claimed this man's abused her, and the texts are her begging him to text her back, asking right. if they can still be friends. So, so she's the da- right. So the danger now is the, is this it's overreaction? This, it's this di- well, but it's this disclosure thing. It's just the, this mm. movie, this Demi Moore movie that mm. sort of like predicted this this world where mm. uh, you can claim that something happened and mm. never have to prove it. And yeah. because we because men have been so historically horrible, it's sort of like it's like the the payback. And then there's sort of like this attitude of like, well, whatever. Men have been terrible forever. So it who happens, cares? It happened to me two weeks ago. Yeah. OK, this is it happens to women, too. Here's the thing. I was a uh, I was a staff photographer for three years working for a company uh, here in the Bay Area. Nice. It wasn't kink, but it was another company. Kay. And um, one of the rules when you do BDSM production is that w- when someone safe words, the safe word is respected and all action stops. That's that's the foundation. That's yeah. the principle of safe words. So I'm an educator and I teach a shit ton of classes. And I was on Twitter and another performer was saying, I want to create and put together a BDSM etiquette class for BDSM professionals. And I would like a co-presenter and a co-writer who, Twitter verse, who do you think uh, I should match up with and do this class with? And immediately one of my followers said, well, do Rain DeGray. Like, she teaches a ton of classes. Yeah. And her response is, yeah. Well, uh, Rain DeGray was the photographer and was on set and took photos of my tears after I safe worded and those photos were used for the cover art of the shoot. So uh, I'm not going to be doing any classes with her. And I'm shocked because I can't imagine that I would ignore a safe word, take a photo of someone crying after safe wording, and then that would be used for the cover art. So, but where we are is the person that's hurt 
has all the authority in the right. room. That's a, just a fact. Well, That's and non-negotiable. And it's not even that. The, this is where we're at. Is is we've created this dismissive culture where we go, I wasn't there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take their word for it, which mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. Like that's an insane place to be because mm-hmm. th- this this is where the argument deads on on all trans discussions mm-hmm. with two people who are heteronormative and cisgendered. What happens mm-hmm. is they go, I don't know, right. I'm not them, right. so let them do whatever they want. And this is just not a helpful place to be, right? Because we're never going to get to the heart of the actual discussion. So then again, when somebody says something, they go, Well, I was there. I'm crying. I'm a victim, and all these right. things. And we just go, Well, we have to respect their victimdom. Uh, we we had blindly. To. I had I had no choice but to respect it. So I, I reached out to her and I said, uh, "A, I'm I'm shocked, and I actually have no recollection of this. But if you want to talk about it with me, I'm I'm holding space for you, and I'd love to hear what happened." And what she told me was that she was on set. She was hit with a dragon tail. She she safe worded. All action stopped. We asked her, "Do you want to come out of bondage?" And she said, "No, I'm good. I just need a moment." And in that moment, she started crying. And the tears were beautiful, and they were raw, and they were honest. And I asked her, can I take a picture of your tears? And she didn't object. I took the photo. The shoot continued. We ended it. There was an exit interview. Everything was fine. I took her to the plane. She was fine. Uh, The photo that I took uh, was one of the most striking photos of the entire shoot, and it ended up being used for the cover art. Well, as it turns out, none of us knew because we did an exit interview. We, we, We finished the shoot. We did all the protocol. She felt really violated at the photo being taken and didn't wasn't in the mental space to tell us that. So all along with the protocol of we stopped the shoot, bec- we, we stopped it because she safe worded. We didn't pick it up until she felt she was ready. We did the exit interview. We asked if everything was okay. And it, she's saying that everything's yeah. okay. Her mouth is saying the words, but her heart and head don't believe right. it. Right. So how are you a mind reader? How it's yeah. gone to the well point where it's like. And that's the thing is, we, we I mean, we've all been there though, right? Mm-hmm. Where where we just we agree to a thing just to just to get out of it. Right. And this is you know this is the other thing is like as as anybody who is sexually active knows, sometimes you get in a situation where it's a little uncomfortable and and it's a little bit easier even if you feel uncomfortable that whatever's going on to just power through it and you're like well look it's not it's like you 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 convince yourself that like the damage that's being done that's like you know it's just a little weird it's a little awkward that it's fine and and you know it's tough because now we're in a we're a world where we go well um you know the the thing that you felt now Mm -hmm. has more uh hooks in it and you can Mm -hmm. you can attach to that so it's like so now we're going back to things that we've experienced and we go well that was that was fucked up it's happened two years ago and she's had two years to sit about it think about it process it and it's become more traumatic for her and the responsibility i need to take from that is while she was crying i should have just let her cry and not taken a photo but the thing is there are so many photos of me crying the company, that's what they specialized sure. in, was raw and honest. Right. If you want to Google Rain to Grey crying, there's a decade of me fucking sobbing, snot everywhere. Yeah. Like, that's that's the real and authentic moment when you're doing BDSM practices. Sure. But I needed to know that she's mm, didn't want to be photographed and be aware of that and not ask for it and force her into an uncomfortable position. And a hindsight is twenty twenty. like i would yeah, never I don't do know that again. i don't know yeah i don't know what the takeaway is well, that's the how thing uh, she, she the the thing is you are always going to be someone's worst experience sure no matter what no matter how tr- ethical you try and be no matter right. how much effort you put into it someone is w- on this planet is walking around and the encounter they had with you is the worst thing that ever happened yeah. to them 
and there's fuck all that you can. I mean, you can try and be ethical. You can try and do consent. You but people can walk away, and you're like, what did I do wrong? But and th- and this and this is this is in every aspect of life. It's not even not even just from from the the sexual scope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is. It's just one of those things that we've. Uh, the way that we've learned and figured out how to communicate sometimes is is is, is not. It's a, it, it, there's no I don't know there's like there's almost no um, there's no solve to the to the problem because like ever, no. however we change the the right. occurrence then there's going to be some other it's it's this argument about like mm-hmm. no matter what you do you're gonna fuck up your kids like, oh, guaranteed. Like if you if you <laughs> over if you right. over uh, stimulate them then they're yeah. gonna go in the really the other direction if you under stimulate them they're gonna go right. in the wrong direction right. if you shield them from things then right. they're gonna then they're gonna gravitate towards these things mm-hmm. if you let them see everything then they're you know it's like mm-hmm. then they're gonna be stunted another way so it's like no matter what you do you're you're, you're fucking it up because there's other people involved there's other things and there's unspoken things and there's you all this stuff you know the workaround to that here's I, there's a guaranteed way not to fuck up your kids don't have kids yeah I'm not gonna fuck them up you're gonna fuck you up other people's kids as you're <laughs> walking by and if you create content you're gonna fuck up somebody else's yeah they're gonna fuck up somebody else's adult no matter what you do but this and then this is the thing and this is the this is the takeaway that I that I that I sort of live in as a comedian as I go uh, he, it's like whenever somebody says something and uh, and it sounds smart you just at the end of the day, you go he doesn't fucking know Nobody knows. I don't know. He doesn't know. You don't know. She doesn't know. Right. And it's like it's tough because like I'll I'll sometimes I'll drop this in after I've been having a uh, like a, a discussion that sort of turns into an argument with somebody after like three hours. Right. I'll be like, I don't know. Right. I, I've I've been making this up like it's like right. it's like as much as I do know, it's all bullshit. There's right. no there is no uh, uh, black or white. It's right. all in the middle. It's all shades of gray. It's all in the middle. Mm-hmm. So there is no real, th- as, right. as, as, as much darkness there is in the world, there's, right. there's light. Right. As much pain, there's mm-hmm. joy. So right. it's all in the middle. Right, so right. we can talk about it, and that's mm-hmm. fine, but we're all wrong at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. That's what's great about comedians. They can argue either side. Like, sure. I'll watch a comedian do a joke where he's arguing a side that I know he doesn't believe right. because it's more fun. Right, right. It's more oh, fun yeah. for the joke. Oh, yeah. And him not believing that side and arguing that side right. makes him a, a deeper person and makes the audience a more w- well-rounded. Well, that's what they teach you in debates. Sure. In debating, when you when you when they d- teach you for debate tournaments, you have to argue something you don't believe in. Right. And you right. have to argue it convincingly yes. so well that you sell it. Yes. Tim Dillon. This is the thing. He was like he mm-hmm. he was t- he said uh, he he would uh, when he was doing these great comedian when mm-hmm. he would he was in debate club he got really good at it. before mm-hmm. he knew he wanted to do comedy before he was mm-hmm. even thinking about comedy and he was in these debate clubs he traveled the world and mm-hmm. did, you know uh, in college mm-hmm. and and he, he had a trick of like he would like find out um, what the other person like emotionally was attached to right and he would argue way against that because he knew that like they were not going to then use logic or anything because right. they're like so emotionally yeah. invested yeah. in the thing right. and so to not be emotionally invested in either side was the way to oh, to win yeah. right, right. Oh, it's brilliant fact yeah so that's what I think. So this, so there's a part of that where we kind of all need to stop taking ourselves so seriously. Right. Stop being so uh, hurt by everything. Everything right. is going to affect us and hurt us in a sense. Right. So we gotta we gotta scale back a little bit. Well, the so I'm a huge believer in personal responsibility. Yeah. And personal responsibility is where people get triggered. This is where we're. This is where we're at. Is nobody wants to take responsibility. Yeah. That's right. the problem. Right. I. Uh, yes. Fact. And that's that's is bullshit as far as I'm concerned. I take responsibility. Yeah. I'm a, I'm That's a, why I went out of my way to yeah. be like, I'm sorry, right. this is my fault. Right. Yeah. Please still come and hang out. And right. 
Well, you, you, that's true. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> because you took responsibility. Yeah. Well, no, because I've been in so many, uh, <laughs> right. uh, so many of my relationships have right. ended at the moment where yeah. I realize that the person who has, right. w- even if I'm wrong for right. feeling wronged, right. which probably I am, right. just say sorry and mean it. Right. And not, I'm sorry, but. And that's right. the difference. That's yeah, the, the moment. The but is, the, that's the hinge where it's like, then you just undid everything you said right. before the but. Right. Right. I I'm I I believe in ruthlessly taking my self inventory. I believe in calling myself out on my shit, like fact, because that's what's going to make me a better person. Yeah, that's where the growth is. The growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone. Not that you're stagnant in your comfort zone. The yeah. fucking magic happens outside your comfort zone. And when I went on, um, I'm actually dating my high school boyfriend. That's fantastic, dude. Okay, I've got a story for you. Yeah, you want the story. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is why I'm dating this man. Uh, when I was 16, um. I was shallow. I was shallow. As I you are. Well, I, d- I, had a th- I had a fetish for just skinny, angsty-looking Jesus boys. Like, if okay. I could see the ribs. Yeah. Uh, just like, yeah. if you look like you were hanging this on a cross. This is the cult thing. Um, no, the guru was pretty chunky. Um, it, the it what? W- the guru was chunky. Yeah, but but the Bible, like, you're still, no, no, it's I, still well, there's no, There was no Christianity. You didn't, oh, there wasn't. No, no, no. Oh, I've, they misunderstood. Uh, cult. Cult, not a drop of Christianity. There was no, uh, there was no outside text. No, 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 oh, no. Like okay. I never, so I never, s- I okay, never okay, saw okay. a Bible. Okay. I'm talking about the body yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, just yeah. liked that lean, angsty, artistic, poetic. Yeah. I, I, if I were to psychoanalyze it, it's, I've got daddy issues. I fucking sure. love my dad. Yeah. My father's a skinny dude. Yeah. I like scrawny brunettes. Interesting. Like that's my intellectual, yeah. angsty, scrawny, yeah. creative brunettes. Fucking dude, I'm yeah. mad for it. Male, female, if you're an intellectual scrawny, it doesn't matter what brunette. we do. We still want to fuck our parents. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's so <laughs> fucked up. It's well, humans, humans are yeah. so lame. I looked at it. I'm like, why do I? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's my dad. I'm yeah. describing my dad. I yeah. want to fuck my dad. Yeah. Now we're getting pulled off of YouTube. Yeah, so <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, so um, <laughs> we got pulled. We got pulled at that stuff in butt. I think. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I like talking about things up butts, <laughs> and I cannot lie. So I was d- I was dating this dude, and he's perfect. He's fucking perfect, and and he, and he's heavy. He's a heavy dude. He's two twenty now. He claims two twenty. It's more than two twenty. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. You know what? He's a he's a chunky dude. And at sixteen, I couldn't hang. I was just like, I love your mind. But it's in the body of a fat dude. Oh, weird. And okay. I can't yeah. like you are perfect, but I just you're fucking fat. Yeah. And I'm 16 and I can't hang. Yeah. And we never Interesting. we never banked. I wow. couldn't didn't, I couldn't get my way through the fat. Yeah. Right. So I didn't see the man for 20 years. Yeah. And I am teaching an oral sex class at the Citadel. And this dude comes up to me during the break. And I don't know uh, how you feel. Uh, fans are challenging for me. When people want to do selfies with me, and right. people like send me like, "You're amazing," I and and it makes me so. Because the thing is, I live with me every day. I yeah. don't I don't fart rose right. petals. Right. I've got no makeup on. My hair is in a greasy pon- ponytail. Like I'm wandering around in mismatched pajamas. I am not this kink guy. I had to take. I had to like. Uh, I had to condition myself to go. Okay, when the, when somebody comes up to buy me a drink after the show, because yeah. I would refuse the drink because I don't drink. But I, I had to like convince myself to understand mm-hmm. that. That drink is, isn't for me. It's for mm-hmm. them to yeah. buy the drink and then have the, the thing. Because s- whatever I, I did on stage that right, they connected with, with, that's their moment. That's not. Has yeah. It's not about me. It's really. It's. Re- it's really. I don't like being on pedestals. Because yeah. when you are put on a pedestal, you're guaranteed to fall. And sure. I don't like sprained ankles. Yeah. So for me, I don't do pedestals well. Like yeah. I don't. It's like we. No one person you know is you better. Do is, you, is you give them their moment and yeah. you be humble. Right. Well, the only thing you can do. I, I'm, I am definitely have the humble part down. 
uh, I don't have the fan part down. Yeah. That's ch- challenging for me. So this dude comes up during the break for my class and is like, I just want to let you know that I'm a really big fan. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's, that's creepy. That's creepy. It's, it's fucking yeah, creepy. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm, and I, I start. The word yeah. fan is creepy. It's, fan, it's creepy. I'm, I it's have no following. I have no social media following. Yeah. Somebody came up to me after my show in South Africa, and, I, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been able to get a little bit of, uh, of, of uh, escalation in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he says, he said, he said I'm a big fan. Yeah, big that's, fan that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. That's and, and so hard. I just convinced myself that oh, he means like tonight, the show, this one yeah, moment, this, this thing, the thing I did tonight. Because no, he no, doesn't no. know who I am. Right. But maybe he does. But either way, it's a creepy word. Yeah. Yeah. It's a creepy word. I follow you. Yeah, and you're like, oh, dude, dude. And I'm like, okay, and already, like, the hackles are up. Like, I have, there's a fan here in San Francisco that has been contacting me for two years through multiple boxed profiles. He creates female profiles. He leaves me, one of the things I hate about Facebook is that they can leave messages. And it'll just be message after message. I haven't asked for it. It's just this, like, voicemail shit. It is interesting when when you you get a message from somebody and you think it's the first time and then you see the feed. And they've been been at it forever. Yeah. And I mean, the, this one stalker I have, he actually has threatened to rape me, and he has said um, that uh, he has a fake female profile, but he writes the same way. It's all this Illuminati, Madonna, shit. Lady Gaga, weird shit. It's really obvious. I never would have lumped Gaga into that pile, but that's he weird. is a thing. I only recently dyed my hair red. Yeah. Uh, but I've been a blonde for a decade, and yeah. he is a thing for opinionated, strong, confident blondes. His mom. S- well, he's a black dude, so I don't oh. know. I mean, where Similar. that? But like yeah. Madonna, Lady Gaga, and uh, Brooke Candy are the three chicks that he's fucking mad for, and he lumped me in with that. And it would be yeah. like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Brooke Candy, Rain DeGray. Ah, right? He was into wow. it, and he actually said that the reason I keep blocking him is because I've fallen in love with him. So he's taken my power, and I'm so terrified oh, yeah. that he's taken my power that I keep blocking him, and I've never spoken to him. And right. every time there's a profile block 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 and in his twisted mind he's pulled up zero correspondence and blocking on twitter and facebook for the past two years as i'm in love with him and he's taken my power yeah fucking dude like there's some fans that are creepy yeah. so this guy is standing in front of me i'm a really big fan okay uh all you know, re- i travel with a knife and mace in my purse yeah. all fucking time so definitely approach her it's, it seems yeah. like a good idea <laughs> i i might look thin i did competitive wrestling for four years like but you just told them at the beginning of the thing that you can't stab them to death so uh <laughs> I will fuck someone up. <laughs> I don't need to poison you. I will. I mean, I'm not to be trifled with. <laughs> okay, so he's That's a, a fan. He's a friend of right, so yeah. he's and, and he's like, no, you don't understand. I've been a really big fan of yours since you were 16. And now he's fucking with you. No, oh, I'm fucking terrified since yeah. I was 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you, dude. I Are you looking at him in the face at this oh, point? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like this, like, yeah. I've been a big fan of and I'm like, red alert, and, he, and then he finally he stopped fucking with me, and he realized I didn't recognize him, and he's like, uh, I'm your high school boyfriend. What? Like, I have not, <laughs> I don't, I'm, s- I'm not placing my high school boyfriend yeah. 20 years later right. in a dungeon in right. the middle of me right. teaching an oral sex class. Right. Time and place, motherfucker. I'm not placing it, right? Yeah. So as it turns out, uh, you know, he got married. the same? Uh, he gained confidence. Oh, nice. That's and, and confidence. That's so is weird for yeah for women. It's women. Here, here's the. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break down a fact to you. Men are person. visually based. Yeah. Men fucking love visual. You know what women love? Intelligence, charisma, talent, skill, humor. Yeah. You can be Jack Nicholson is not an attractive man. That dude gets more ass than a yeah. toilet seat. 
Women love confidence. Yeah. Confidence makes women wet. Interesting. I do yeah. not give a fuck what it's you status. look like. Well, this is this is this it's will. This is the thing we tried to break it down. It's it's, it's sort of status and, and confidence uh, uh, um, uh, denotes connotes whatever word I want there. <laughs> indicates it, indicates indicates status. Yeah. yeah so it's like because you, you're confident. So there's right. something that something's going right. on. You right. have a a, a thing uh, that you're yeah that you're like that and and that sort of so it's like all these things, all the things of status. Women are attracted to status. That's why mm-hmm. there's this is this idea that women only cheat up. Women don't cheat down. Why would you cheat down? Men cheat close. That, that, yeah. Well, that's the big thing. Men, men cheat in any fucking direction. Well, it doesn't matter. They put he'll, the dick he'll, in. He'll, bang, he'll bang the mate. Uh, who, my, it's convenience. My, my next door neighbor was a 300 pound toothless heroin addict. Yeah. With with cigarette burns and giant fat sloppy tits. Yeah. And she kept losing her key because she's a junkie. Uh-huh. And she would have me. The apartments were set up where there was the walkway, and you walk up to the front door. I'm pretty agile. I my nickname is Ninja, and <laughs> I can, I can climb in a window. You know, okay. no problem. So yeah. she kept having me like b- climb into her window. window. And her, if you've ever been in a junkie's house, no. like she'd nod out. She would lose the cigarette. The floor was acneed with cigarette burns. Yeah. The trash everywhere, fruit flies. It was fucking nasty, right? Like I would think if I was a dude and had a dick, if I saw that, my dick would shrivel up and run away and scream. It would like no. Plunge off a cliff. No, we'll go right through this. So, so, but what would happen we'll is blow that right at, through that red light. At, at at two in the morning, I would get knocks on my bedroom window. Yeah, I'd be like, and it would be these uh, Hispanic dudes from the Canal District, like knocking, Wrong and like window. they would see my husband, they'd be like, "Hey, come on!" And it, I'm a slow learner. It, I was like, "Why do Hispanic dudes that don't speak any English keep waking me up at two in the morning, telling my husband to get out of the bedroom?" And it, it took me, honestly, a couple weeks to realize that my junkie 300-pound toothless neighbor was actually a hooker. And that the dudes were coming by. They're like, I've got five bucks, and I don't speak any English. Yeah. And I'm you know supporting a wife and kids down in Mexico. My dick needs to get wet. Are they in the wrong window? They, she, she lived next door to me. Yeah. They, wor- they got one window off. Yeah. They were still going to go fuck her. Yeah. I mean, they just they didn't get to fuck me, but they were getting the numbers wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Dudes will fuck. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah, no, we'll blow through red lights. So I, the <laughs> one of the weird, one of the weirdest ones I had was, uh, um, I, I get home with this, I get home with this girl, and we everything was cool up to that point. She had gotten a little drunker than than I think she should have, uh, mm-hmm. but we're, well, this is like a couple dates now, so mm-hmm. we we have a we have a feel of each other. But then, but now I'm in her house, and now I have like kind of a feel of like who she is as a person, right. and <laughs> her sheets are covered in blood. Like and I was like, hey, like what? And she's mm. like, oh, I just, you know, I just don't like uh, tampons, whatever, whatever the she's excuse was. She's a free was. bleeder. Or something? I don't know. Whatever the excuse was, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And I just and I just blew through that red light. And <laughs> the next day, and I woke up and I'm in bloody sheets. And I was like, this is no, not. No, this, this I shouldn't no. have done this. You shouldn't have. Like the like I'm just this. Letting, no, the, like that was a poor decision. Cul- culturally, our 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 our, uh, our ideas don't they don't match up enough. You. I'm a very clean person. Yeah, I'm a Virgo with OCD. I change my sheets okay, a lot. I yeah. when I travel, I bring my own pillowcase. Yeah, I bring I, my own pillow. Y- oh, okay. I don't stay in hotels. Like okay. this is a, this is an outlier. Okay. Yeah, I, I bring I my like own it. pillowcase yeah. because I don't. I'm not putting my head on someone. Right. Fuck that. Yeah. I bring. I bring uh, slippers. I am not. Yeah. My f- bare feet are not uh-uh. touching a hotel room floor. Hell no. Are you kidding me? Hell no. No. If I I do everything I can to not stay in a hotel. Okay. So. We're we're we got sidetracked. We're almost in, yeah. We're almost we're almost in two we're almost in two episodes worth of content. So very quickly. Okay. So the dude. All right, how so did you dude. end up? Yeah. So so he, uh, he is. A, don't you recognize me? And I'm like uh, I don't because what he'd gained he'd lost a little weight, not a huge amount of weight. What he gained is confidence, and yeah. women love confidence. And he said, uh, I um hey we dated in high school, and it blew my little brain 
what had happened is that he'd gotten married. He'd found the woman who's like, put the ring on my finger, yeah. put the baby in my belly, get me a house. That's what I need to be happy. Well, he gave her all those things. He yeah. gave her the kid. He gave her the house. He gave her the ring. And she's like, I'm not actually not happy. Enough. No, I'm not happy. This I thought this was the thing that was going to make no. me happy. No. You know what's going to make me happy? Being kinky. So uh, she gets online. Okay. And she's and the thing, when you join the kink community, it's like it's like becoming a born-again Christian. And let me explain why. It's a, you go to church every Sunday morning. Uh, you go to the dungeon every Sunday night. Oh, shit. You start dressing differently, more modestly. You start wearing more latex and leather. Yeah. You you have a sense of community. You have a sense of purpose. You yeah. walk with a pep in your step. All of a sudden, you're surrounded by people that understand you. You speak a common yeah. language. It's like joining a community. And there's people that become kinky where it's like, I'm accepted. Yeah. It's, 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 it, as a, this is the thing. You just have to find your thing, whatever your right. thing is. And this is and this is sort of like, this is where I've gotten to a different place with comedy and comedians. Did it sound like some, Did it sound like someone was just dripping? No, you're so paranoid. Oh. Dude, I think you're still so I high from the I swear to God, I th it sounded Your like something was just... Your chair's been squeaking for this entire... It's been time, driving yeah. me crazy. I know, me too. But I didn't want to say anything. I, don't, I can't do anything about you, it. Well, you I have scooted to move. it back. Yeah, well, I keep you, trying. You can move, but you've scooted it back. You're like this whole Anyway, I found this so place squeaky. where I know what I know what I need to keep myself happy and confident. Right. So like, I'm in this place with the right. with the comedy community. And then mm -hmm. now, honestly, with, with interviewing people in the adult mm -hmm. film industry is... is mm -hmm. uh, there's another aspect of my life that I that I relate to, to th like we have the mm -hmm. same understanding of sex. I think mm -hmm. that uh, mm -hmm. that uh, compared to uh, you know the right. rest of the people that are out there and the, the, the and the, and the stop sense. I and love so like it's one of my. It's my favorite. It's that bliss. It's once that you find it, doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what the thing it is. is you once you find, find it, right. you're you become right. a, a totally more fulfilled person. So so. Right. So, so the wife, his wife was like, I'm not happy with the situation. I'm going to become kinky. She goes online and she's like, wait a minute. Isn't this, isn't this your ex-girlfriend from high school? Oh. Because I think your ex-girlfriend from high school is now a BDSM porn star named Rain DeGray. Oh. So my ex-boyfriend's like, what? He didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't he know this how your career is taking you. No, no. I had no. Uh -uh, oh, wow. No, we had, we had no correspondence wow. in 20, 20 years, right? So uh, he dated me in high school. I was just this, you know, awkward person on the spectrum yeah. with not a lot of people skills. And next, then he doesn't see me for 20 years. And the next time he runs into me, I'm a BDSM porn star and my butthole is all over the internet. Yeah. So he didn't, what? So they separate. And I, I was the first yeah. person he thought of when they separated. Sure. Like a man goes through the little black book. He's like, who did I get along with? We have with? this thing. Yeah, he's like, I really got along with her. Well, and, and society's conditioned us to do this thing where we go, who's the one that got away? And it's always weird because I, really? I, I go through this all the time. I'll like, mm. every time I get out of a relationship, I, I, I'll inventory what I've been through right. in the past. And then I go, there's nobody. There's nobody right. who we should have worked out and we didn't. Um, right. But there's this thing. There's this thing out mm. there that, that says to all of us that, oh, maybe there's somebody that you had in your life and that you let go. And you should try again. Rather than meet a new person, you should find. You that, should. I don't know why. That's what happened. Yeah. I mean, I, I. You're right. I don't think there's. And I'm such not saying it's wrong. As, as there's one who got away. Yeah. That's not. But in this case, we are incredibly compatible. And well, we're I, fucking and great. And I still think that every that 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 almost anybody can make it work with anybody if you right. actually just communicate. Right. And right. commit to the thing. Right. That's a fact. We have a we have a thing where we go. Well, I don't want to take her shit. There's somebody else within right. three miles. I'm just gonna just find them. Because it's disposable. Just yeah. throw them away. Rather than sit down right, and go, right. I'm sorry that what the thing we're fighting about. I'm sorry. I'll take. Right. What's your side? What's my side? Let's right. talk about. Because everybody can make right. that work, but nobody tries. Right. So the the callback to my story, we started off with personal responsibility. Yeah. So when he w he walked up and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm let's let's do this, and I was. 
I thought there was no room on my plate. It turns out there was room on my plate, and it was just the shape of him. I had time in my life for this dude. We've nice. been together for almost four years. On our first date, when we sat down, the first thing I said to him, the first words out of my mouth were, I want you to call me on my shit. Yeah. It's going to make me a better person. Right. I want, and his, his wife is, she doesn't want to be called on yeah. my shit. I'm like, I, my, the growth and, and where I want to be as a person. We get stuck. Yeah. And we yeah. think we're right. And then somebody no. goes, you're a fucking No, no, no. I need to. And it was and so. You go, ah, you're she right. It was so shocking for him that he didn't, he wasn't used to someone starting out, out the gate, call me on my shit. I want to yeah. be a better person. I wake up every single day. And the first thing I think of when my eyes open and my head reboots is, how can I be less of an asshole today than I was yesterday? Right. Yeah. That's I'm taking yeah. my inventory and, and I, I want to be the best version of myself I possibly can. It, and it's tough because right now especially we, we're mm. we're in a very um like like solo sufficient society and, mm. and we're at a place where everybody's supposed to be important. So then when everybody's important then sort of like nobody becomes yes. important to right. us because right, right. we're the important. Right. And so then we're yes, yeah, so we're at this place where it's like, you know, you, you wherever you are in your life you do a thing and then it's like just even the, the smallest things mm. of, of I'm now trying to interact with a person who's supposed to give you the thing that you want to make right. your day happy, and then it takes too long, and now you're mm -hmm. blaming them, and mm -hmm. it's like it's this whole cycle of. We've raised an entire generation of kids to think that they're awesome. Anyone can be president. Anyone can be a rock star. Yeah. Timmy, you're you got a medal just for participating. Yeah. And when everyone believes they're awesome, reality is the cold bitch slap in your face. Yeah. That we can't all be exceptionally awesome. Yeah. Someone, there's a bell curve. This is the character from. This is the villain from from The Incredibles. Is is when everybody's incredible, nobody is. Oh, I haven't seen The Incredibles. Oh really? It, I don't, it, dude. I'm writing three books. I'm doing a no, podcast. It, it came I'm out. It came out 18 and a half years ago. You, well, <laughs> you had dude, time. You had time. It no, doesn't no, no, matter. Okay, but the okay, point okay, is okay, that the theme of life okay. is in there. It doesn't. You don't I, see the movie. It doesn't I matter. Never, it's a fun I never. I never picked though. up the habit when I was born in the commune from birth. I was practically honest. I wish I didn't have a TV from addiction. The, I I grew up with no TV. I wish it was forbidden. I, I, I had to remove I, I didn't bring TV hmm. to college. I spent right. five years not having I spent right. almost eight years not having a TV. And then I finally had a roommate who, who one of his conditions was having cable. And I've been and I've been a worse person ever since. And that's no, the last I six just, years. I don't do I don't have way time. better. Off. I don't have time for TV. Way better of a it's person. Just, it's, I, there's so much shit I want to do. Yeah. There's we only have a finite amount of time on this yeah. planet. And I am so driven to accomplish as much as I possibly fucking can. I don't have time for TV or movies. And I get they're fun. I get that they're entertaining when I want to relax. I bust out my magic eraser and my Swiffers and I clean. Nice. Like when I'm not yeah. writing, when yeah. I'm not creating content. That's, that, that's what I'm, that's I'm the OCD. Yeah, that's oh the, dude, that's the, no I matter how bad my day is. I can always clean If something. I clean. The baseboards that tie everything. a room. To, I actually carry, um, I carry magic erasers in my car at all times. Okay. And when I meet someone who hasn't been turned on to magic erasers, I'm like the magic eraser fairy. I'm like, I'm about to blow your mind. Yeah. I'm just going to lay some magic on you. When I'm in a hotel room, I have the magic erasers because I'm gonna clean the doors. And then you look at the filth. Oh sure, yeah. You yeah. like you're like the the oh, the lady yeah. on the, the all the the infomercials. I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, you, yeah your house so is clean. No, you're, you're wrong. Oh, you're look looking at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, ah! dude. You've been sitting in this, and you start describing yeah. it mites, yeah. and you start to. That's <laughs> how that's how I relax is I fucking clean. I'm creating I'm content you. or I'm, I'm cleaning. You. Yeah, I'm with Vim's you. The haps. Yeah. Those are the two I'm things. Totally I really don't have time this. for much yeah. else than totally cleaning and creating content. All right. Well, we've we've been going we've been going almost ninety minutes. All um, right. Okay. I can't justify anybody wanting to. I think we're great, but I don't think I can't justify anybody wanting to listen to us this long. So let's let's wrap up. Uh, I'm sorry. We're awesome. <laughs> we're pretty great. I'd listen to us. I would listen to us. I'm entertained. So, <laughs> I'm so in the middle of this and I'm entertained. So what is uh so how do they follow you online? How do you want people to to reach you and how do they want and how do you 
want them to pay for your content. Okay. Uh, Ranger Gray. I'm Ranger Gray. Uh, my website's rangergray.com. I'm Ranger Gray on Facebook. Spell it. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, because people get a little uh, tripped up with the degray. Rain, like from the sky. Rain Degray, D E G R E Y. I'm rangergray.com. I'm rangergray on Facebook. Rangergray on Twitter. Rangergray on Instagram. Rangergray on FetLife. I have the Dirty Talk podcast. I have the Dirty Talk advice column. I have a monthly newsletter. You can go to Rain Gray and sign up for it. I teach classes. I'm a lecturer. I'm an educator. And I am currently in the process of writing my first book. Crushing it. Doing all the things. Fuck yeah. Well, follow Rain Gray on all of the things. Go uh, to, whatever go to your my, favorite go to platform my, oh, is. Rain Gray on Patreon. So you can either go yeah. to my website. You can hit that PayPal donate button. Some people do that. Rain Gray on Patreon allows me to keep doing my podcast and my advice column. So if there's content you like, if there's stuff you're passionate about, support the content creators because we can't do it without your support. Other if it's if you're not supporting us, we're just shouting into the void. Yeah. I like it. I couldn't have said anything better myself. This is the Porn Stars People podcast. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Google Play. Whatever platform you're on, we're on the other thing. We got some content that's clearly going to get flagged on YouTube today. Sorry. Of, uh, of, us, of us hanging out, doing the podcast. Um, <laughs> try to bring you good content whenever we can on Sundays. If there's anything that, uh, that you want to hear about that we're not discussing, uh, hit us up. Uh, hit, you know, DM us and tell us what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only things I get so far are that I talk too much in the podcast. Like, I've gotten trolls. You do, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just, it's okay, here's the, and I'm not trying. I'm super not trying to insult you. It's fine. But the thing is, y- if you actually go to YouTube and you look at it, because I do podcasting yeah. and I'm I'm have to interview my guests. Yeah. So and it's easy when you like words and you're a verbal person and you fucking love the monologues. Yeah. That the, it stops being so much an interview. So mm-hmm. if to give yourself five minutes and look up videos on how to interview people, and I will actually structure an interview yeah. ahead of time, and I, I want to elicit the best content I sure. can out of my guests. When I get excited and I start talking over them or I start yeah. doing my stories. But I, I, I sat down and I, I watched some videos on how to interview people properly. Yeah. And uh, as as the podcaster, when you're having someone on, your job is to tease out the excited content. Right. And shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Totally going to edit this part of it out. <laughs> no, don't. Leave it no, in. I'm insisting. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for not trolling us. Uh, Porn is a real podcast every Sunday.